Today's episode marks a special occasion since it'll be the first time that Robin and I feature a guest. Together with teacher Nika, the Samchons explore another gem from Korea that is finally getting the international praise it deserves due to Netflix. With the way life is, our fondest moments are always of our childhood. Don't you ever wish to call out to the memories of your youth? I know I do. In this particular show, our leads wistfully say, Answer me, 1988. Reply, 1988. Achakan. Samchon Show, Sohak Heng, Manila, Philippines. Durama Podcaster, please follow our show. Hello everyone, my name is Aji and I am one half of the Samchons. Hello everyone, my name is Robin and I'm the other half of the Samchons and I have a PhD in hobbies. On today's episode of the Samchon Show, we have a very special guest. She is a teacher of English. Nika, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Nika Santos. I was famously mentioned in the first episode of the Samchon Show as that annoying girl who wouldn't watch K-drama until two years later that Robin recommended it. But I'm here and I'm ready to talk about today's ep- today's show. Um, <laughs> and I, I'd say I'm like one-fifth So y- the you're fan. going to talk about today's show in today's I, show. That's so meta. <laughs> well, so yes, folks, after two years, we finally got her to watch Reply 1988. Live, live. And live. Yeah. So yes. On today's show, we will be talking about Reply 1988. So let's get to it, yeah? Reply 1988, like the first show we reviewed on the podcast, is a series by renowned director P.D. Shin and his trusty partner, writer Ri Wu-jong. This is the third installment in the Reply or Answer Me series, and unlike the first two, really builds a community of characters that very much feels like a small-town neighborhood brought to life in full color. It deals with both adolescent life and parent life the way only Asians know it. And if you're a sucker for family shows, this one should definitely be on your list. All right. So do you recommend that our listeners watch the show? Short answer, Robin. Um, if you're human, then yes, you should watch this. If you're alien, yes. If you're a robot, yes. Yes. <laughs> so basically, yes. Yeah. And Nika? If you want some a dose of realness, no. If you want yes. a dose of same. realness or imagination, it's just yes. Yeah, no matter what. <laughs> just if yes. you like the power of friendship, yeah, yes. Yes. If you don't, do should they robs? Yes. If they, they don't like friendship, should, because they're going to end up wanting friendship. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's why they don't like friendship because they don't have friendship. I don't know, man. Oof. Oof. I think this will make them hate friendship more. Why? Because they're yeah. jealous of it, friendship. probably. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're missing it, yeah, yeah. So, still watch it and make some virtual friends that you will say goodbye to after the show ends. I think that's oh my, God. my recommendation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's move on to the plot. As for my opinion on it, I would say that it's episodic, like majority of American shows and series. So, if they're used to those kind of shows where there's no big overarching plot, and it just ends per episode, then this should fit or be right up their alley. And, you know, the only big thing about the show is that it's a journey to their adulthood. That's it. That's the plot. To me, if I were to, like, just summarize what Reply 1988 is, it's a small-town coming-of-age story featuring a stellar ensemble cast. Yep. Yeah, what, what they said. It's the best slice-of-life drama there is. It's, it's, yes. It's just a thousand times yes. Yes. Small time show, so parang Charlotte's Web, ganun. <laughs> just a small, small town small girl town. living in a lonely world. Charlotte's that's, Web. That's song, song, in what world? Is reply nineteen eighty eight. Like the animals. It's like small town. I miss her. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, it's like small village. Uh, can, can we just yeah, take her off? Yeah. She's comparing reply to small. Uh, I think I'm, I'm gonna cut what that. What kind of an opinion is this? Okay. Just, just it's, get out. Okay, okay, cut Moving it on to characters, character <laughs> development, and acting. Like our mm. previously reviewed shows, yeah. the strength of this drama is in its characters and the world or the neighborhood that it builds. So for me, that's really what stood out to me, and you know, the relationship between these people. Yeah, and building on that, it's just that our characters really have very interesting 
personalities and very in-depth backstories. They have relatable conflicts. And of course, very strong chemistry. Like, they're really the biggest strength of the show for me. They, they feel so real that they, they wouldn't feel out of place if they were actually my friends in real life. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I I do want again, friends yes. like them. Yes, they're so good looking. So I totally I would agree. Want <laughs> to be. <laughs> you fit right in as the principal, and for you, yes. Nika, dude. Yeah, I'm so. In- <laughs> yes, actually, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, let's talk about that later. You are the, in the spoiler principal. zone. Okay, I am the Nika. <laughs> I totally agree with the two of you that the characters are the main selling point of the show. And I strongly believe that the diversity of the characters and the changes that each one goes through throughout the show, it makes it possible for the audience, no matter who they are, where they're coming from, or what kind of people they might be, to relate to at least one of them, and possibly all of them, and to grow along with the characters. Yeah, I think that's a good good point, that you spoke of diversity, and I do agree that they will find a person that they can relate to, no matter what. Like They're all just so quirky, and they have their own, you know, their own unique thing yeah all right next up is the themes for me this this show really is about life it like it captures everything love family sacrifice activism friendship being active and pursuing love everything like if you name it it'll probably be in the show one way or another it doesn't have um you call this it doesn't tackle lgbt though just saying Hmm. Yeah, but aside from that, um, I don't think the show misses out on anything much. Doesn't it? I don't think so. Does I it? I think that any big question you've had about the people in your life and about uh, the stages of life that you're going through can in some way be addressed by the show. Yes, but again, you didn't answer the question. Is there no LGBT um, issue raised oh. in the show? Oh. Dong Leong and... <laughs> and... And any of the boys? <laughs> why? No. no. That's why he doesn't have a... He do, he's not pushed with with Dokson because... <laughs> you think? Maybe we're just not reading things right here. Is that Maybe okay, you so need to for, elaborate more on your Dong Leong obsession later. Um, if it was a thing back in 1988 to put up like a Galbi place if you're... LGBT, please do let us know <laughs> so we can. What is that? Ah, huh? <laughs> oh, Galbi. Yeah, Galbi, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. maybe that's one one issue that isn't tackled by the show. Maybe because in 1988, you know, they were really were very conservative and they weren't open about that yet. So that's why it couldn't. And it would it couldn't tackle. Maybe it. that's why it would have been for me a good inclusion, just to see how it was actually. Uh, treated in Korea way back then. Like, it's just interesting for... No, maybe that's why they didn't include it, it because it no out. one ever spoke out back in 1988. Yeah, but then it could just be like an inner monologue that this character is struggling because they're gay. Okay. But it's Fair not point. really a detriment. It's more of... Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to gloss over that fact because we were saying that it doesn't miss out on much or as you put it, it doesn't miss out on anything. But then, in my head, it just popped up now that it does, it might miss out okay. on certain things. Fair enough. And, you know, because I mentioned 1988, I do want to point out that in terms of production, this show nailed it when it comes to bringing us back to 1988. I wasn't born in 1988. None of us were. But the way they set up the Excuse costumes... Me? Excuse me? You weren't born in 1988. <laughs> stop. stop. Yeah, you just look like you were. <laughs> but, you know, with the way they were dressed up... I'm the principal. With how they acted, you know, when they read magazines, when they would play Flames, when they would cut class to uh-huh. go to the cinema. There, there's so many small details that really made the show feel like it was in 1988. And we will be talking about these details more mm. um, in the later portion of the pod. But, you know, that, that's one of the things I would say really stood out for me in terms of um, this drama doing much better than other K-dramas. That it really bring it true to its title, it highlights the period that they were in. Honestly, I can't comment much because I'm not sure how it accurately depicted 1988 Korea. So I'm looking forward to your segment, Aji. Uh, but as a plebeian... Well, you can, you can just compare it to I... our childhood. Because I don't think there was much of a big difference between 1988 and the early 90s. I don't I don't know, man. I just pretty much stayed at home. So 
maybe it's it's a me kind of thing rather than <laughs> anything else. Okay. Yeah, but then generally nothing really feels out of place. Uh, nothing stands out so much either that it takes away from the main strengths of the show or the main strength of the show, which is it's writing. Of course, so that it's never overshadowed. So I I like that. I don't think it over. I agree with you. It doesn't overshadow the themes, the writing, but I do think nostalgia is a central element of the show, and it's one of its strengths, I believe. Um, I have a friend who's super into the show also, and she said that one of the things that kept her watching, even though she's not into slice of life drama, is the fact that it reminded her so much of her childhood growing up in provincial a provincial town. Is she older? So I thought than it was us? interesting. Is your friend older than us? Sorry, just a little bit, just like see Rob. So it's it kind of. Accurate. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't grow up in a province. <laughs> what, what does I that have to do with it? <laughs> oh, that's my friends so, from the province. But there were a lot of elements in the show that were applicable to us in to life in Manila in the early '90s, like the arcades like and following Parokin Edgar and their albums and a lot of other things. All right, just okay, sure. Okay, moving. Like oh, let me, can I say another thing about the you set? You can't. <laughs> Shut up. I think it's uh, one of the things that they played to their strengths also is having a limited number oh. of sets. So there are certain locations where you can expect the characters to be where the story takes place, like at the school and on the There's street and their homes. And since you're so familiar with each location, it makes it easy for the audience to be like, yeah, this feels like home. So kind of like and friends so with the cafe. hanging out with this group. With Central Park. So it's like a sitcom yeah, K-drama. yeah. Ooh. Damn. Yeah. 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 Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to the OST, I would say generally, I would not, I or I did not go back and replay the OST on Spotify after the show. But as I was watching the show, there were two or three songs that did stand out, and I felt they were apt to the time period and the scenes that when it was played in the drama. Okay. So for me, eh, never look back, never listened back. Me. <laughs> what if I played? Like the main song of Reply 1980. I'm sure you guys. Yeah, the. Would... I'd get hyped. I'd get hyped if I heard the opening song. Yeah. What song are you humming, Rob? <laughs> that song does not. The, sound the intro. <laughs> Isn't it that? That's it, right? That sounds like a. Just saying, bro. Kind of. <laughs> Is that someone though, or no? I don't know. See, if there are people who are pitch perfect, I'm. Like, my pitch doesn't even pass. Like, it's, it's not even passing grade. <laughs> it's not even pitch imperfect. It's non-existent. What is pitch? All right. So I, I guess if, if there's a quote-unquote weakness or a flaw to the drama, it would be its OST. That's the weakest point. Or is it? Which is, is it the, which saying or much. is it the plot? For the people who are looking for plot, a plot. To be fair, there is no plot. No, 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 no. I definitely think there's a plot. What? You do a plot of land in someone. At least the love triangle is a plot. All right, fine. Alright, okay. Yeah. Fair point. Okay, I, I'm. I, that's probably gonna be one of my hot takes later on. Fair point, fair point. Yeah. For the OSD, I I have a suspicion that it, it didn't speak to us as much because it's so niche. Probably, probably. 1988 Korea. Maybe it's nostalgic for the Korean viewers. Well, Hospital Playlist was pretty nostalgic. It was retro, but we managed to connect with it. But they covered the songs. Like, the, the OSD, they're pretty much remakes. So you think that added to our enjoyment of it? Yeah, like you were judging me for listening to the original songs. I was like, dude, just respect, okay. respect to the OG. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so to, to conclude our brief review of the show, I would say that Reply is long for a K-drama, clocking it at 90 minutes per episode and spanning 20 episodes. 20. But it's one that will stick with you long after you've watched the show. And I personally have forgotten the details but I do remember key points, and I will always remember how the show made me feel. I will probably remember it forever. It is a classic. Yeah, fully agree. So if you haven't seen it, press pause now. You can opt to skip Nika's opinion and head over to Netflix to start. <laughs> For me, one of the best journeys that you'll ever have with a drama. Uh, ni- 1988, uh, it's an all-timer. It's the, the first time I saw it. Uh, it was really an experience. I was crying every time I got home from the office watching, watching it. It's really good. And it'll always really have a special place in my heart with all of its lessons. So yeah, go ahead. Go on Netflix. But wait. I have an opinion. What? <laughs> uh, it took two We're years. We're recording. We're recording this out, right? Took... Yes! <laughs> Edit the name! Edit the name! I took... 
<laughs> so it may have taken me two years to get there, but I found friends in the show that I wish I never had to say goodbye to. It was one of the most bittersweet experiences I've ever had finishing a show, not even just a K-drama, any show. And ultimately, the show is food for the soul, it is nourishment for our humanity, <laughs> and if this show doesn't want to make you be with your friends, or doesn't make you want to have friends, then you better get better friends in your life. Get better people in your life. Because this, this is the sauce. Gusto ko yung ginamit mong cover up yung friends sa your newfound bias for Park Bogum. You could have just said, it took me two years, but I finally found a handsome K-drama boy that I like. But then you were like, no, I found friends. Like, okay. Friends. <laughs> yeah. He, she, Nika wishes that there was a Yaoi plotline between Tech and Jungwon. Yes. LGBT yes. right there. Teka lang Why are you assuming that it's Park Bogum? That's what you said. You said Pogishin. It's, Jung, it's Jungwon. No, I have oh. a new bias. But we'll Pero get there. Dong Ryong. Are you ready, Dong Ryong? <laughs> All right. Everybody out there to get you. <laughs> That's it for our spoiler-free review, our listeners. So if you do not want to hear spoilers, you may end the podcast now. But if you watch the show... Please head over to Netflix. Yes, please head over to Netflix and try it. But if you are open to spoilers or you've watched the show, then please keep tuned in. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend that you really press pause. Go watch it first. This will, this will ruin your first watch, for sure. Just uh, being explicit. Yeah, the spoilers do a big deal for the enjoyment of the show. Let's go. All right, so let's dive into it, starting with the things that we liked. It's going to be a different format from how we usually do it because Robin and I usually summarize what we both liked and what we both didn't like. But now we're just going to go around each person and we may or may not have the same things that we liked or didn't like. All right. So, so start off me, with Robin. Honestly... So many things. Uh, I'll give myself like a five-minute cap. Is that fine? <laughs> is, is that too long? Five minutes? All yeah, right. all right. All right. No, I can see you. I'll time you. Timer. Anyway, but so, so many things. Um, okay. I think the first one would really have to be how it teaches you to be a better friend, first of all. Um, the relationship between the Sangwondong Five, um, five of them, it's really inspiring in a way that makes you want to be more supportive and open to your friends. Uh, of course, the relationship, it's something that nobody can probably emulate these days anymore because their their friendship, honestly, was kind of brought about by necessity also since they lived in the same neighborhood. And I think Doxun put it really well that it was time really played a big part in developing their friendship because they, they, they are literally childhood friends. And although probably mm-hmm. if ever we do have children, they, they probably wouldn't ever have that because we rarely... Um, let children out these days anymore. At the very least, they're glued to whatever gadgets that they have. Yeah, so that's one. But I think more than anything, I like how for any person out there, I think you will find something that you can relate to with this. Um, I can go through so many moments, so many lines, so many interactions between parent and child, between siblings, and between friends. And there are just really so many lessons about growing up, about going through life, uh, it was really nice to see parents be accepting of their children, regardless of their academic uh, achievement. Like being able to accept that Doxun <laughs> wasn't wasn't really made for college. That college might not be for her. And yeah, there was this yeah. one scene with Kim, Apa, and Jungbong that I really liked. That he was questioning the value of a diploma, among other things, and that for him as a dad, if his son isn't making life hard for other people, he's not hurting other people, he's a good person, and he's able to provide for himself, then that would be good enough. And I think that kind of lesson, hearing it from your dad or your, any of your parents, honestly, in this day and age, it would really be a blessing for all the kids out there who really put a lot of pressure on themselves to succeed. Like We have this concept of time that we shouldn't waste it. And sometimes we define wasting as enjoyment. Like If we're enjoying ourselves, we're taking a break, then we're wasting our time. We're not being efficient. We should be growing stuff like that. But then, you know, life's meant to be lived. If we're always just looking to improve our skill sets to earn more money and to have more titles, then is that really a life? Yeah, so that's probably one of the more, like, one of the points that I really like. Then last, okay, I still have like a minute. Last would probably be the interactions between Bora and her dad. Um, That's near the mm-hmm. end of the show. But it really showcased how sometimes it's really difficult to get through a parent 
who doesn't like communicating, if you yourself aren't particularly communicative. Because with Bora, you can see that she's very open and very communicating to her siblings, to people younger than her, to her colleagues. But then she has a hard time doing that with her father, which is which makes sense because there's that degree of respect because that's still your parent, right? You can't be like very aggressive. And we see that during yeah. her last meal with her family, it was just him and her. And they're being silent and they're just eating fried rice. And it was the, the way it was cut was really nice. Like it's just a, like a final lunch between father and daughter. And it's enjoyed in silence. And then during her wedding or after her wedding, they both have these very touching letters to each other. Like stuff they weren't able to verbalize um in real life like face to face because they just really have a hard time communicating. But then you know that these people have these feelings for each other. Like like that strongly. And I think that's a good lesson for us as well. Because we, I think we find it easier to communicate compared to our parents and compared to the, the older generation. So it would be a good exercise to, you know, sometimes write them a letter because it's easier for them to absorb that as well. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, I would say... Yeah. You did? What? Yeah, my five minutes are right. Are you kidding me? Oh, like yeah, for your dad's yeah, that's, birthday? That's how no, we was it, What is his birthday or Father's Day? And Father's Day and retirement. It both? was all of it. It was all of oh, it. Oh, three in one. Oh, yeah. instant co- nice coffee. That was beautiful. Nice. Thank you. But yeah, I, I could yeah, definitely really relate nice. to to Bora and her dad and how they communicated because you know that they loved each other. They just couldn't for some reason, for one reason or another, they just couldn't express it openly. And it was fine. Like they both understood that and they were completely fine just supporting each other silently. Alright? Nika? Yeah, okay. So Robin talked about some of the lessons he picked up. I'll share a few of my own. Because this that's really what the show is for me. It was a series of life lessons. So first is that success is as simple as finding happiness. Robin already mentioned earlier about how uh, the parents are very supportive about how their own children define success for themselves. And it's especially for Dong, sorry, Jun Bong, he... He definitely took the unconventional route to finding his happiness. But in the end, he was Mm -hmm. just as happy or even happier than the other kids on their block. So I think that's a powerful message, especially in this age of credentials and career. Sometimes love. Resume padding. Yeah. He ended up finding it all. Actually. Yes. Love life, a career. Jumbong and Maggie, best chemistry. (laughs) (laughs) I think he he just took his time. Part of the reason why... The reason, the reason why he wasn't pressured, though, was because he was the one that won the lottery, the lottery. for them. So it's like, <laughs> I already have my contribution to the family, guys. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for me. Jung so Wan you... couldn't even go to military school if it wasn't for my weird quirks. Exactly. So, my ambagna shine. He doesn't need to do anything else. So he's an exception, I would say. You think? Okay, then Dong Ryong. I think Dong Ryong would be a good um, say, point there, then. Yeah, yeah, but his parents weren't the most supportive. Anyway, uh, next, next lesson that I'm taking with me forever. You won't get everything you work hard for or pray for or go to a fortune teller for in life. And that's okay. Like Things don't work out the way you want them to all the time, but there's something else waiting for you. You might not go to college, but you'll be a flight attendant and end up with this boy you've been pining for since you were a child. So... You know, we all have our own paths to success, our own paths. Was she pining for tech since she was a child? Well, she said in she one of the earlier episodes, she, she, said, right? she said, oh, uh, when are you going to marry me? Right? Oh. oh, yeah, I remember that, but it just seems like it was one of those the joking things. I, I, I felt that well, he, she said that because she, he was getting a lot of money from playing Bogging. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I, but I think that was it. She's not a gold digger. She's not, she's not. It was a joke. It was a, it was a joke that tech took very seriously. But you remember that scene? <laughs> Where uh, Dong Ryong's well, asking... she patted his butt? No, Dong Ryong was asking Dok Sun, who do you love more, Tech or me? Then with all hesitation, she says, Tech. And then when it came to yeah, choosing actually, between Sun Wu and uh, Jung Wan, she didn't want to answer the question. But on top of mind, you talaga so what's your point? No, it just no. means she more doesn't like Dong Ryong. <laughs> you don't give Dong Ryong enough credit. Just like you. Dong <laughs> <laughs> Ryong. It's, it's not... It's Dong Ryong. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely not a plus for <laughs> That wasn't yeah. her explanation. She said something. It was clear. Okay. Right. Yeah, the subtext is she just doesn't like Dong Ryong that much. Alright, alright, alright. I know you're biased towards Dong Ryong. 
<laughs> You're oh, a dog wow, just stand. giving him what the new bias awardee <laughs> for Aji. Dong oh, you you might be surprised. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, third lesson. Okay, and go. most important, I think, shoot your freaking shot. Swish. More Splash. Uh, so I won't mention that. This Easier said than done. Yeah, actually. But one of the... Easier said than done. And it, yeah, I think Jung, it's Jung one of those things... Jung got the 24-7 violation. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those things you only realize in hindsight. That's true. Like, yeah. Everyone's lives would definitely be much easier if they could shoot their shot. Mm. Okay. Another thing, this show... It's one of the few in a long time that have actually succeed that has actually succeeded in making me killing. I don't really get killing <laughs> unless I'm with Robin. So, but the show nice. I'd be kicking and get screaming with every kiss and every look and every lingering touch. Yeah, wow. yeah. And this, I think there's also something about first love that really gets to me, mm. and the show does it really okay, well. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, that's all yeah. Which which scenes? No, I like, this, I like this last line. Oh. Sunwoo and Bora, Jungwan and... All Bok-son. the kissing scenes are good. I think she was dreaming of uh, Bogum and... Uh, the kissing scenes are so good. Okay. Just to wrap everything I've said up. The show... Okay. The show is as beautiful and as ugly as life is. Like all the awe That's and so all deep. the tears and all the frustration. Can you, can you explain? Yeah. What's ugly about life? So many things, dude. Failure... Being poor. Having to move on. Traffic lights. Ruining your love. Losing love. And having yet, a dong riong blocking your confession. So many and things. Yet, <laughs> it worked out for all of them. Yeah, because it is beautiful. Well, it didn't work out for Jungwan in the uncut version of him dying in a plane crash. Huh? <laughs> I think I think that's a fake. Yeah, it's, it's oh, okay. fake. <laughs> Just kidding. Why are you Ooh. spreading fake news, Robs? I'm not, dude. It's just It's just a fan theory. You're gonna be labeled as a terrorist. I already am probably labeled. <laughs> We're on the list somewhere. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we love Korea. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to mine. Um, I have three points. The first is, just like Nika, there were a lot of life lessons. And most for almost each episode, there was a life lesson. And the ones that really made a mark on me were... One... When Doxon's dad said sorry about their situation, about Doxon and Bora always having to celebrate their birthdays together, and you know until Doxon just exploded, they didn't really realize it or that they didn't think it was that big of a deal. And then when they had that conversation in the convenience store, Sung Dong Il says sorry that he's an imperfect dad and that he's just still she's still trying to figure out how to be a dad because just like everyone else it's his first time becoming a dad and that really hit hard because and this was like the first episode right yeah like just on the first episode it was like bam what a lesson and you know I guess that just it kind of shows everyone that you have to be a lot more understanding with your parents and try to see it from their point of view because we ask so many things of them but in like what he said no one's perfect and no one ever told them how to become like parents anyway Next lesson is when they had an episode focusing around a mother's love and how sometimes it's enough for them to feel needed. Like when Jungwon's mom um, went away and they tried hard to show that they were surviving fine without her. We may not realize it as kids, but it does hurt our moms especially because that's one of the few things that gives them purpose and that makes them feel good that you know they're fulfilling their duties as mothers that they're doing things for us and that we need them so i i am guilty of this um i think everyone is yeah that moms just really you know want to be there for us when they're nagging us when they're being overbearing it's just because they care and you know it's a mother's love yeah that's why yunbok really completes sujin <laughs> I feel obliged to, to point to out Mother's love, baby. that this is set in 1988 yes, and so there were it's acceptable that they're perpetuating gender roles but I think a lot of the points you mentioned about fatherhood and motherhood can apply in either for either parent. That's true. true. Yeah, fair enough. That's true. And I think okay. it's a good point to say that next dad, single dad. Alright, next point that I like is the cast of characters. Of course. Because like we said a while ago, 
they're all so diverse and fleshed out that initially when we were first introduced to them, it seems like they're archetypes that, you know, Sun Wu is the good boy, Jung Pal is the bad guy that likes to keep it in, Bora is the rebellious um, sister. Isn't she? Dong Ryong <laughs> is the troublemaker. Dokson is the naive and innocent girl and Tech is the geek. That, that's really good at games. But, you know, as we get to know more about them, we know that Sun Wu lost his dad at a young age and he is doing everything in life just so he can please his mother and then we know that he actually enjoys being a bad boy around Bora. And we also see other sides to Jungpal, like how he's low-key thoughtful and caring towards Tokson and even his mom. What's what's Dong Ryong's thing? Like he's a troublemaker, but he's wise. Like he sees things from another perspective that his friends don't usually see. Tech is <laughs> He shoots a shot, dude. Yeah, he he seems like he's a vanilla guy, but he can be really aggressive and a shooter. He is a straight shooter when he wants to be. He, and lastly, he looks vanilla, but he's like yeah. French vanilla. Very French aggressive. Vanilla. Definitely. Lyricistance. <laughs> and Dokson is... She, she may be naive and innocent, but she is the heart that connects all of them. Honestly, I wouldn't say she's naive. Like, when I was going through the quotes, mm-hmm. more a lot of the profound ones were from her. But then I'm not sure if they, she was saying it from 1988 perspective or 2018 perspective? Probably 2018 perspective. Okay, fine. Okay, so she was naive in 88. <laughs> I think they were pretty good at making her seem like she, she was. She was the most childlike. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good description. Sorry. Childlike. No, no, she wasn't. It was Jung Bong. Excuse me. <laughs> what? No, excuse me. He was not childlike. Bro, he was collecting stuff. <laughs> he's just going at his yeah. own pace. Robin's Actually, a Jung Bong stand because he is Jung Bong. Yeah, I'm yeah, Jung Robin. Bong, Robin is Jungbong X. I am Jung Bong. Principal. I really he, wish that I won the him. I win the lottery also for my. Does that make me so mad? I can just retire. No, I can just retire. And no, Nika, you're bake you're a bora. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're a bora. But I'm not Sunu. I'm I'm super not Sunu. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe we should do a round of that. Like, which character did you relate to most? And why? we can do it to in part two. Okay. Or, okay. Right. Where can where can we put that in? I don't know, I just feel that we're doing an injustice to the characters a bit because our hospital playlist one really talked about the characters and we're, we've been saying that the characters are like the biggest strength but we don't really even go in depth <laughs> them one by one. And I was just like, when are we going to talk about the characters? And I went to Okay, fine, fine. Let me, let me, just, like, wrap no. <laughs> oh, let me no. just wrap up my last point and then we can yeah, get to the characters. Okay. All right. And the last, the last point that I liked was how, again, it was so good at making you feel nostalgia. That even mm. though you weren't born in 1988, once you watch the show, it'll make you feel like, damn, I want to be in 1988 when times were simpler, when relationships were more genuine, when people worried less. You know, it just really wanted... It made you feel um, a part of their group. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to be back in 1988, first of all. What Why? was the state of Korean dramas back then? I don't think that was even happening yet. <laughs> you wouldn't um, need you wouldn't need K dramas because you could just go out and go to the movies with friends. You're you're, you're freaking lying to yourself and you know it. I'm don't not. lie. No, I am sick of 2020. I want to go back when nobody is different. nobody is pleased with 2020, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you wanted to watch a movie with us right now, well, right now we can't do that. But like a year ago, we could. <laughs> no, sorry. Let me correct it. I want to go back to 1988 in Sangmundong. For a day. Like, wow. it, it it wouldn't be fun if you just went back to 1988. Like, it has to be, I want to go back with my friends and be neighbors with them. Oh, that's nice. Uh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. cool. Like, if we were all neighbors. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd bully Nika every day. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that I'd be in my room. Jungbong, exactly. You'd be collecting stamps, Robin. Yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah, You'd yeah, be dude. hosting an online quiz show. Dude, that's so me. Trivia night by that is, Robin Shee. That is so you. Okay, since we, yeah. since we mentioned it already, let's segue to who are the characters you relate to the most and, you know, why did you like them? Yeah. Since we said Robin was Jungbong, do you accept that? Yes. Comparison. 100% yes. I think that Nika put it really well before that I'm probably a mixture of all the males in the Kim house. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. in terms of academics, I'd say I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty much like Jungwon. Like, not as smart probably, but, you know, I, I, I do a pretty academics? decent job. Uh, 
I think yeah, your most Jujo number one smart. trait is your tsundere. You're a tsundere. Yeah. You're, you're like okay, a sunwu when it comes to academics. At sundere, <laughs> at sundere oh like Jongpal. In love. <laughs> uh, geek, like Jongbong. I'm, I'm very childlike. Like, is, he, is he like <laughs> Dongryong? Me? No. I don't know. I don't think so. He's as silly as the dad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, those three, probably. Yeah, I accept it. I, I fully accept What about the comparison. principal? Oh yeah, dude, those dance moves? Man, I could rock it in 88. <laughs> <laughs> I can also imagine you sweeping the streets yeah, every afternoon. For sure. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. See, yeah. so wouldn't you like to go back to 1988? No, man, because rather than sweeping, I'd like to be like Miss Mai Ajushi using his Dyson. Like, I'd use the Dyson every day, honestly. It's so nice. Like, mm, the sound it sounds like a. <laughs> I'm really talking about future, man. a vacuum. Because I like to yeah. stuff. <laughs> okay. Nika is is she just a Bora? I Can I so. make a case that I'm Doxun? Why? <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, <laughs> you you may make okay. a case. Yeah. Feel re- be prepared to defend okay. it like any other case. So Go I on. feel that I relate most strongly to Doxun because I am a girl among the guys. Okay. okay. Point number one. Point number two. I am not as hard as Bora is. She's uh, in the first third of the show. She's super cold. And unapproachable. I'm not cold and unapproachable. Yeah, because you're not yeah, single. <laughs> <laughs> so if I were single, you think I'd be as cold as she is? Who knows? I never, I've never met you or interacted with you while you were single. No, so. Aji, she, she was not. Like, when we weren't together yet, the first time I met her, she was upset that I wasn't talking to her. Because <laughs> I, I was okay. really awkward and shy. So no, no. She's very, uh... She's like, she's like Doxun and Bora at the same so time. So she has the... <laughs> The general outward personality of Doxun, yep. but the beliefs and the competence oh, of Bora. I like yeah. that. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's true. That's Thank true. You. That's true. And then the nagging behavior of Ramiran. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. Cheetah. <laughs> cheetah. Cheetah lady. That. Miss Yeah, Cheetah lady. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I personally identify a little bit of Bora, a little bit of Dongpal, and Kim Sajang. Yes. Yeah, Kim Sajang, baby. That's right. He is honestly. Uh, I'm not even dreaming to be a Song Dong Il. Like that's a lofty role. He, I would be happy if I could become a Kim Sajang. Just you know, joking around with my kids, um, uh-huh. giving them life advice, such as telling them it's okay to go at your own pace. And I would also want for my kid to win the lottery so I can just play around <laughs> with my camcorder all day. Yeah. Aji. Yeah. Do you have a ranking of the dads in your head? Because it seems like you put Dongil on a pedestal. And then you're like, I'm going to settle for Kim Sajang. <laughs> I'd put, I, I'd put Dongil at the top. Like, yeah, he's I would... a... Dude, yeah. Same with no Dongil. But he's not a great husband. It's his first time. <laughs> being a husband? How many times do you get? It's his first time being a dad. Dude, he's <laughs> the, isn't he like the only salary man out of the neighborhood? He is, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's the only one. Well, the other one is a CEO of a and jewelry his, shop. It is for his firstborn daughter can't even shop. give him the right sized shoes. And he's just like, it's okay. They fit me perfectly. It's okay. Yeah. <sighs> See? Did I say he's not a good father? That he's not a good husband. Well, it's time to be a husband when you have to work. Were any of them a good husband? <laughs> That's true. Robert, should I be worried that you're like, well, it's time to be a husband and you have to work? That's a good point also. You have to accept it. You have to earn money. <laughs> What? Are you not gonna be a good one? I am. <laughs> but you know, it's working. my first time to be a Are you not gonna work? <laughs> no, you have to. <laughs> no, but uh, again, Nika, were any of them a good husband? Yeah. Kim oh. Sajang. No, he wasn't. He was. He was sweet and doting. No, Rami Ran hated friends. his jokes. Yeah. She yeah, was, she was annoyed. <laughs> If he were a good, if that's he were a good her. husband, he would adjust to her. Oh, I know who's Umu a good song? husband. The principal. No, he's not. Is he? Do you remember? Yeah. Like he, he didn't call episodes. to ask for help and stuff like that. Because the wife mm. was tired from being a housewife, so she went away. He stayed home to care for the apos because the wife wanted some time off for two weeks. Okay, so let's move on to the things that we didn't like. I'll start. Okay. And I know I praised the characters for being fleshed out and for being so relatable that, you know, we compare our friends with the cast just because they're such good characters. But I do think 
that there's not enough screen time for everyone. But Dong Ryong <laughs> and his dad need more screen time. That's one of the things I wish they added more of. Dong Ryong's dad was busy making Janga an empire. <laughs> SMH. <laughs> SMH. Nika, are you listening to this? Yes, I am. <laughs> he was he was busy fighting off Seroi. <laughs> anyway, my second the second thing that I didn't like was the goose chase or the whodunit concept with the husband. Like I didn't I didn't like that they tried to make it a guessing game, although I understand it's PDition's shtick when it comes to the reply series. But I do think the series could have been better. Without it. Alright, so for me, initially I wrote Doxun. <laughs> things I didn't like. I found <laughs> But then going back through the quotes. She's not through some of the moments. Are nope. you crazy? <laughs> I know. I will Maybe, fight you. <laughs> I know. Maybe I just really had a hard time looking for you, something to not like. You don't know what it feels like to be a middle child, Robin. <laughs> no, I, I do not. You are you. actually Nika, he is like Noel. <laughs> yeah. Noel? He's twenty six, oh but he looks like fifty. I cannot be. I, I can't be Noel. You don't know why? Noel has a pretty good damn pitch, man. He can sing. <laughs> Our boy got no, vocal cords, Noel's baby. Noel's like spoiled and he doesn't know like the harshness of the world. Your face looks like you don't know the harshness of the world. Your face looks Has anyone broken up with you because of God? Has anyone done that to you? Not know the harshness of the world? I love you. No, but you were Nico. You were saying a while ago about how Robin was like a mix of all the guys. Well, here's another one. He looks as old and is as young as Noel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of look like Musong. Like in terms of he, you do too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, damn, bro, you're all of them, dude. Yeah, I. I He's all the. You man. know that my conclusion there is, damn, I'm a character. You are. You are a character. I agree. I'm I a agree. character. Yeah. All right. Anyway, me, so you were saying, Doctor. No, right now, maybe the only thing I didn't like is that it's such a such a high bar for me in terms of slice of life that it's gonna be a long time. Hospital playlists. But let's see with season two. <laughs> okay. I can't say it that easily, and probably I'll have to rewatch both, like in a in a span of two weeks, just to do an A B comparison. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I think at most it'll be on the same tier, but to overcome Reply nineteen eighty eight. It's we'll gonna see. be a lot. We'll it, see. It, it had too much going for it. Nika, what didn't you like? Alright, so this is a nitpick. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this thing I didn't like is a nitpick. I noticed that there's a tendency for them to portray physical abuse as something funny and normal. There's a lot of hitting and kicking that happens in the show. So, I don't think that sets a good example for younger viewers, especially. Yeah, that is a nitpick. And yeah, but, so if I'm if I'm not nitpicking, I, I like everything. That's, that's, nothing that's I actually like. one of the things that I related to because my grandmother would hit me as a kid to discipline me, and again, it's a cultural thing I'd say, and probably it was the norm back then, maybe even now. Is that um, why you want a sujin in your life, IG, to heal your wounds? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I'm saying <laughs> I I don't think it was that big of a deal. It did help discipline me, um, to become did a better it? person. Did it? Did it? It wasn't actually? discipline though. It was just friends hitting. Each I think other. it was really more of a sign of the times. I think it was slapstick. So because like, yeah, it's as, a nitpick. You know, yun kasi yung moves ni Jung Pal. That's yeah. how. That's I how mean, he made no, the moves. No, like nung nung bata tayo. I mean, I think we'd play around like that too. Like WWE was a really big thing, and we'd like fake wrestle each other. Wow. I have Ooh. another thing. Wow, dumad. One of the things that distracted me early in the show that I learned to love but it the takes bangs? some time to adjust Doxon's to. Bangs? It's, no. <laughs> it's the goat sounds. Of, eh. I, I, love, I, love I love the goat sounds. I love those. I love the goat sounds. It reminded me of it's the goat. It's off-putting in the first two episodes. But it's fine later on. Yeah, she... Austria eh, is ready, baby. Eh. Like goat. In, in the later eh. episodes, I found myself trying to predict the goat sounds. <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I you know I, we, should, we should download a goat sound and have Meh. it as a soundbite. It's that iconic. Can we do that? Meh. Let's I think, think of can. another animal. Let's Meh. not use a goat. Sorry, manok. <laughs> oh, a cow is fine. <laughs> okay, we're running an hour. Let's move on to our hot takes. And this is probably where Oof. the fans of the show will want to be involved or will enjoy. 
because I know that Nika is a Jungwan and Dokson shipper. You're not particularly happy. Yeah, exactly. Jung-Wan. You're not particularly happy with Dokson ending up with Bogum. Would you want to talk about that? Yeah. All right. So this is just a preference. I think it's a matter of preference for me based on what I want in my own relationships. But something about the choice of Bogum of tech seems to me like it was promoting a relationship based built on dependence. Like, what made them a good fit for each other? It was just the fact that Doksan knew how to take care of tech, and he so desperately need, needed to be taken care of because he's a helpless baby who only knows how to play Go game. Meanwhile, Jungwan here is like, Super thoughtful, super, super independent, super <laughs> hot. I think listen, that was the biggest and, point. Listen to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you, you and sleeping there. on him. So hot. <laughs> That's why Yeri got with him after the show. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> of all these things. <laughs> no, but today, Nika, you're you're talking about it from the perspective of the audience, and I don't think. Dokso yeah. and all of that. Like, do you think she thinks about oh shit, who do I who do I fit more with? Like, do I fit with a guy who secretly likes me and doesn't tell me, or do I fit with a guy who I need to take care of? That's okay. That's my second thing. That's my second hot take. Why don't we get to see what Dokson's whole thought process was in selecting the man she would spend the rest of her life with? All we see is these guys having these internal monologues about how they're pining for Dokson. And all this time, she's just how come because the shows the show was how written come, in the perspective how come of Jungpal likes my sister. <laughs> I I think it's a missed opportunity. They could have shown how Doxon used her agency as an empowered woman, and an empowered eligible woman who had a whole selection of men to choose from. No, and but the thing is, there was the no choice for her because Jungwon never confessed. Yeah, so Jungwon never made her himself eligible. Yeah, so for her, in her eyes, it's just tech. Do I take tech or nothing? So obviously, she'd take tech. Like, you really can't blame... You can't blame Doksun for the choice that she made. She can go She can go for somebody without being t- Yeah, but the thing is, she, she, then, that's, that's her Bogum, thing the whole time. If Bogum, if tech confesses to you, he's like a hotshot, he's, he's a nice person, among other things. He just needs to be babied a little bit. Are you gonna say no to that? I don't think so. I wouldn't. And he made steps. Is that how women are choosing their mates? Like, just, who likes me? Let me choose from the people who like me. I don't think the show wanted to represent it that way. It's just how Dokson is. That from how she liked Sun Woo to Jungwan to Tech. It was always about her figuring out... Did she out... like Jungwan? Yeah. She did. Did she? When, when her friends she told did. her that Jungwan liked her. Oh. Like, she, she, was, she was always attracted oh, yeah. to the person that her friends would say liked her so that's okay. that's Doxon's thing that's and I true. think that's just her personality I can forgive it because it's a coming of age story and it was her first you make it sound as if Bogum is a bad choice whatever but it's just he's not a bad choice that's the thing it wasn't a choice she waited to be chosen and that's how they fell in love well I think it would be out of character if Doxon did choose so I think the only issue here is okay. did the showrunners make the right decision in pairing up and writing the story the way they did. You know, Tech being the more aggressive one, Jungwan being the passive one. Like, could we not have seen Jungwan eventually develop as a character to be more honest, more forthcoming with his feelings? From the show's perspective, I don't think there's a correct It's choice. just life, you know? Life it could happens. have been anybody. Because it, it, it almost seemed like as as the episodes went by, he was getting closer and closer to it. And I was just hoping for him to take that one last yeah. step, but he never did. And I don't think anyone would have complained or gotten mad if he did end up confessing. Like that his confession when they were when they reunited over dinner, if had he not taken that back, I also would I would have honestly wanted to see what would have happened between the three of them. Then Doxon's agency would have actually been in play if he didn't take it back. Yeah. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she'd like have it, choice like A and choice B. For her. They made Jowan's character too tragic. Although maybe that's the thing. Like people would not be as in love with him if he weren't <laughs> such a tragic character. Yeah. Because like otherwise, like what's <laughs> what's his true. flaw? He's too much of a douchebag. He's not even a douchebag. He's, he's not even a douchebag. <laughs> I don't consider exactly. Him so a so I think not, that that's his biggest not. character flaw that he's doesn't take shots. No. To be clear, we're all Team Jungwan, right? <laughs> I'm Team Dong Leong. What are you talking about? Huh? 
Robin, your team Jung Wonder. I don't Wonder. care about Doksun. <laughs> Jung Bong and Maggie, baby. Like I said, oh my God, like okay. like I said, Nika. I think the show would have been hard. fine, even if it didn't have the love triangle between Jung Wan, Doksun, and Tik. Okay. But it, it, I'm not, okay. I'm not saying okay. it's it's a bad. I'm just saying Dong Ryong didn't get enough screen time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, too much, too much time for that, for that triple threat. All right, thing going Robin, hot takes. <laughs> no, none. Sorry, none. Okay. So mine, mine is probably. Um, okay. I know I love Dong Ryong, and I've been, I, I've been pushing for him this whole part, but I would say that his character is a tad bit unrealistic, and maybe that's why I I love his character because it's so nice that he's the perfect for me he's the perfect balance of mischievous funny person with a kind heart, and is able to give wisdom to his friends. Like where do you get a friend like that? Well, in Korea in 1988. <laughs> and, and he owns a Calvi restaurant. Dude, you'll never go hungry. You can even have your wedding reception there. No, your wedding there. Exactly. Wow. And your retirement party there. He's got it all he got it. You. He's got it all. But yeah, I, I, was, I was telling Robin and Mika off the show that he, there, there's so much bad things happening to him. Him being neglected in his family. Maybe... Neglected to an extent, even among the Samundong Five, because he gets the least screen time, and even on the show as a whole, he's neglected. Because even in the in his episode <laughs> where he's supposed to be, you know, the center of the show, when he gets back to his house after being all dramatic, saying that his parents didn't care about him, that they didn't even know when he'd go missing, at the end of the day. They really did not notice that he ran away. <laughs> so there was no was resolution sad. to his story. So it was just, well, you're probably the most mature character that can take this level of neglect and be okay with it. So let's just end it that way. And I think that's so, so sad. Like He deserved something good <laughs> to happen to him. Well, he wasn't that okay. What do you mean he wasn't yeah, that whole phase. okay? He had that whole face with riding on motorcycles, doing dangerous stuff. Yeah, because he wants to get attention because no one wants to give him attention. And then he got the attention. Did he? He did. His mom finally stayed home to cook him a proper breakfast. Once. And to eat with him. <laughs> once. <laughs> once. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't so you wanted more. Him. Okay, you wanted of more. Of course. You have to remember that Dong Ryong's mom did not want to be called Dong Ryong's mom. She wanted a yeah. name for herself. And it's I respect that. Woman. You know, they could have at least they could have at least put a cameo of like Go Arao or something and then shipped her with Dong Ryong. At least give the guy something. Give him a Galbi place for crying out loud, dude. I mean, isn't that enough? Do you think I love a Galbi place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you I think I would have liked yeah, a relationship for, me, for him yeah. in the end. Like I don't it doesn't matter. He's happy with this Galbi. He's happy. He's happy when he's on screen. But is he happy when he's not? <laughs> because Sunwoo Sun has Bora. Tech has Dokson. Jungpal he's is dead. flying. <laughs> Jungpal is dead. So he's alone. <laughs> see, see, so he's Why are no we suggesting that you need someone to be happy? You know what he had? What? You know okay, what he that's had? a good point, Robin. But I don't have an answer for that. Nika, yes. He had finally the approval and acceptance of his parents. <laughs> approval from the of, principal? Well, of his dad. <laughs> Do you remember his dad was talking to the other parents and he said that mm. Dong Ryong really has some great ideas. And he's he shouldn't have been so hard on him. Business. Yeah. And he's been craving that for so long. Okay, so he, he was, he's a career person. That's, he wrote his character. Like, a, like an entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. He's like an, an entrepreneur. He, he would be doing like fun seeding, whatever, <laughs> in this age. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So if, if Dong Ryong were in Itaewon class, he'd be the one advising yeah, Senoi. Yes. Hindi yes. na kailangan si Kim Dami puta. That si would Dong Ryong na lang. That a great parody. <laughs> Park So Jun with Dong Ryong. Dude, dude. O, just just your place. Just your place. Palitan mo na si Sung Kwon. Si Dong Ryong na lang. <laughs> Tapos, oh, wow. since gusto niyo ng relationship kay Dong Ryong. Dong Ryong and Lee Joo Young. Oh, yun niyo. Oh, diba? Oh, Pati yung LGBT like community. Like oh, diba? Diversity and representation. Oh. I wanna let's do that for another episode when we when we switch around. <laughs> yeah, that, that's characters a great segment for like dramas. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to to the next 
part of the show, which is the key takeaways because we're in so hot. hot. Takes, I don't know. We we yeah, we don't seem to be too bothered. No one's team tech here. <laughs> so we'll probably just get flamed but, by but to our be fair, listeners like, on the comments. Jung Wan was a better choice. That's not really a hot take. It's a hot take for the team really? tech. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> they want a guy that's honest and hey, knows fine. what he wants. Fine, 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 fine. I I want to take this time to read the comment from user PVT Shame, who in turn got it from another comment, who in turn got it from another comment, and so on. But it ultimately is a response to the debate as to who the husband is between Jungwan and Tech. This was written by a YouTube account owner who goes by Zero Dandy Zero. So here it goes. It is quite long. I have no intention to dissuade you. Everyone's entitled to their feelings. But it does seem that your feelings are mainly coming from watching through Jongwon colored glasses and not fully understanding the drama as a whole. Your misunderstanding could likely be based on the lack of knowledge in Korean language, culture, and the concept of badok. This drama is not just what you see and hear, but it's brilliantly written and twisted with style that you really need to watch carefully and analyze to get 100% out of it. The main theme of the series of reply is family, and love of course, but family first. And Badok is the biggest metaphor in the drama representing family and love. Badok is a game of building jib, which means home. So it is very fitting that the main lead is a professional Badok player, someone who builds a home or family. Badok is often compared to life, as you make choices that can't be undone, and every move you make along the way will determine the final outcome. Also, there can never be two identical badok matches ever, because every match is unique and original on its own, hence the old Korean saying, there is truth of life in badok. The main love competition between Jongwan and Tek is a big game of badok. Jongwan is represented by a blackstone and Tek is white. Blackstone has the advantage and always plays first. White starts off late and has the disadvantage of 6.5 jibs behind. Does this rule of badok ring a bell? Should be, because Tech only came forward in this love triangle in the latter part of the episode 6. Tech calls Dok Son and asks her out to a movie on the night of the first snow. Also, note that Tech's character is based on a real life legendary badok player, Yi Chang Ho. There are countless homage references to Yi Chang Ho from his matches. The games in the drama are exact copies of Yi Chang Ho's to his family background. And Yi Chang Ho's father also owns a jewelry shop, as well as his personality, because Yi Chang Ho is also introverted, hates interviews, can't tie his shoelaces, and is challenged in operating simple household gadgets. Yi Chang Ho's badok style is non aggressive, appears to be very slow, low profile, and timid. Many players who were brutally beaten by him recall that they thought they were winning until the end. And this quality of Yi Chang Ho is closely mimicked by Tech in the drama. Tech always made the right choices at the right time. This doesn't make him a strategical opportunist, but rather, as Jungwon puts it, Tech was more ardent and out of love without any hesitation. He gives Dok Son what she's looking for every time. Tech is also represented as a slow turtle. His nickname was Turtle Tech. Since episode 10 among his fans, he also proposed to Doxon with a golden turtle as well. But we all know who wins the race in Aesop's fable, a turtle and a hare. At the end of a badok game, the white player is given 6.5 jibs or homes for the initial disadvantage that he had. This explains the more screen time for Tech and less for Jonghwan towards the end. The kissing scene of Tech and Doxon in Beijing Hotel in episode 19 gave me the chills. As the camera zooms out, do you notice the house motif fireplace in the background? And yes, it's white. Tech's been earnestly and successfully building his home all along, step by step. Now then, why did the director decide to use the perspective of Jongwon instead of Tech or Dok Son? We were mainly shown from Jongwon's one-sided point of view, and this made a lot of people confused. Is this just to troll everyone to think that Jongwon is the husband? At the end of every Badok game, players do something called Boki, or review match. Although the outcome is already determined, Bokki is still a crucial part of the game and often referred to as the flower or the beauty of Badok. It is basically a replay of all the moves during the match. Bokki is entirely a time for the loser. It is a time of humility and introspection. Only the loser can refuse Bokki. The winner has no say in this. Bokki is a very painful process for both parties, but it is the only time where the loser will gain much more than the winner. 
Through Boki, the loser identifies his own mistakes, face his own weaknesses, and learn from them. The love relationship between Jong-Hwan, Dokson, and Tech was indeed Jong-Hwan's Boki. This is very evident, especially in episode 18, wherein at the end, Jong-Hwan revisits all the mistakes from the past to present and faces it like a man. He thinks about what he could have done and learns a life lesson to step up. Although this type of storytelling, anti-antagonistic narrative, did somewhat troll many, I personally was in awe with the writer and director for employing such innovative and original methods. This sure is not a typical everyday K-drama that we come across. This is just brilliant. Another big point to recognize is that although Tech had bare minimum screen time in the beginning, his presence was always there. Everyone talked about Tech, the kids, the parents, friends from school, and even the radio and TV. The kids always gathered in the Tech's room whether or not he was there, and Tech's room is a big metaphor for Tech's presence. He provides the emotional home for the kids. The kids spent their childhood and youth, their young days in his room. It's a place of heart for the kids. It represents the good old times they can reminisce and wish to go back to time in a heartbeat. Therefore, the show rightly begins and ends in Tech's room. Tech's little cozy room under the soft afternoon sunlight is the signature scene from Reply 1988. Now, was the main lead switched at the very end from Jungwan to Tech? I hardly doubt it. Although the storytelling was from Jungwan's perspective, everything else in the drama was all pointing to Tech. That's why, unlike overseas fans, many Korean fans did catch early on that Tech is the husband. Okay, so moving back to our key takeaways so we can wrap up this episode. Mine would be that life comes at you fast. That just like the Sangwondong Five who did not realize it, and before they knew it, they were adults, they were married off, and they each had their own careers. Before you know it, you're going to be 40 years old, your own family, it's 2040. So make the most out of the time that you have with your friends and your family. Make them feel loved, make lots of memories. And second is that friends and family are forever, so always cherish them. Friends and family are not forever, so always cherish them. That will be my key takeaway. <laughs> okay, um, that makes sense too. Yeah, don't be a Jung one. Uh, don't procrastinate when it comes to the things you love or the people you love. Express yourself because life comes at you fast. As Aji said, life is sadly very short. Nika? Love gives life meaning. That's why Dong Ryong's life is meaningless. (laughs) 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 You were the one that said she can be happy without a love life. That was my take. But Nika's key takeaway here is apparently love gives life meaning. Hey, hey. Who said love right. is always so romantic? Parents, it was, is it parents' oh, love or is okay. it parent, parents' yeah. approval? Well, it's friends' love. At least he's loved by his are friends. They, yeah. are, is he he, they didn't even mention him in the last episode. They're not thinking about how his Galbi restaurant is going. <laughs> yep, folks. So thank you for listening. That is our... That's actually a very short discussion on yeah, Reply 1988. I, I, I could have a I, solo show. On my own, just talking yeah, about same. a character. What one character? Not even all of them. Just one. Jung Bong. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Dong Ryong for me. I will yeah. find stuff to talk about. Like, you want to try that? So much like, about the show. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we can do um, that. That'll be fun. <laughs> with the backlog of dramas that we have to review, but, maybe not. But I'd rather sense. not cover the things that we don't really want to watch. Let's just cover the things we but like. But we still in have depth. a lot of dramas that we like. <laughs> like. My Ajushi. <laughs> <laughs> like Stove League and Live right, 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 and Prison Playbook right, and Stream right, right, My bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Nika, for Live will invite Pang on the show. It's okay. You, you, I got there too late. You're too good late. for the show. I'm too what? You're too good for the show. Yeah. I'm gonna have to kick you out. You're too profound. This is, like, yeah. you, you, gotta, you gotta come profound? down to this Hamchon level. I honestly had to keep myself from using an accent just so I could keep up with she's, you. She's too much of a song singer. I have an accent? Yeah. Professional. This, this teacher of English. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we digress. And if if you guys want to talk more about the show, please feel free to to give us a message. And, you know, if Robin is still up for it or if Nika's up for it, we might do an encore discussion on Reply 1988. Ooh. Because we haven't talked about the supporting characters yet. Oh, it was just the Sangwon Dong fight. I'll, I'll do a, a so, show on my own, man. 
feel free <laughs> feel free but again to everyone who's who's tuned in up until now and if you haven't watched it yet and you've stuck through our discussion please don't let our discussion limit um what you think of the show because the supporting characters are amazing the relationships between the mothers the ajumas and, what we and the said, Ajushis are also well fleshed out like it's not even the tip of the iceberg it's not it's yep. Yep. no we probably covered like 10% of what the actual show then uh, i think you're the over overestimating um, i think like 2 2% <laughs> well we talked extensively about jongwon tech and Tokyo. yeah and as so you said it's... it's okay if we take that out <laughs> See, we would have an easier time reviewing the show if we didn't have a love triangle to talk about. What a take. Alright. I think we can wrap it up All there. Right. Thank you for listening. This has been Angie. This has been Robin. And Nika. Thank you for listening to The Sam John Show. Your go-to show for K-drama content. Kamsamnida. Kamsamnida.